Clint, also known as BC Summers or Business Casual. I live in Oklahoma City. Um, mainly when I do shows, um, I spin as a shadow puppeteer or like a hand and rod puppeteer. And when I go on tour with people, it's usually been as a background artist to be a visual uh, <laughs> distraction from dudes just playing instruments. Right. Well, when I met you, I can't remember, because it wasn't here. I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember what city it was in. I remember? met you in St. Louis. St. Louis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it at Limp? Limp. No. Was mm-hmm. it at Limp? It was at okay. Limp, and then there was also a bakery. Oh, the Black mm-hmm. Bear Black or Bear like Bakery. That? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a socialist bakery. Yeah, that was so wonderful. That place was rad. I, I love hope that it's place. still there. I don't know. I don't think it is. Yeah. Well, maybe it is. The I'm not sure. The guy Travis that was there at the time begged me like every four months to come to St. Louis and play yeah. shows. I haven't done it in like five years. <laughs> well, because at that show you were traveling as a puppet, mm-hmm. like as a shadow puppet. Yep, act. And mm-hmm. was... Was Todd with you? Yes, that, he was. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I thought. You and we were the right. end puppet. The end, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I first met you. Yeah. And I don't know how many years ago that was. That was like a million years ago. Yeah, probably about one and a half million years ago. Yeah. I mean, if you had to do math and stuff. Yeah. So, the worst show, though, were usually when I would do backup shows as like the background puppeteer right. for people. So, they'd be playing music and I'd be back on the screen like doing like shadow pieces that I've made to like go along with the songs like kind of like a reading rainbow yeah for grown-ups yeah <laughs> without books <laughs> um and a lot of times before I lived in Oklahoma those shows were really great like usually the bands would come back and like perform with me and it was like an interactive show piece yeah but when I moved to Oklahoma a lot of times it became like this thing like Oh, the band gets paid, but you don't because you're just, like, this extra art person. Oh, okay. And then there wasn't, like... But you were on tour with the band? I would go with them. But you're saying on tour or when you were playing here? No, I would go on tour with them. And those shows sucked every single time. Now, in that situation, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just asking, I would guess that it it would be on the band to pay you yeah like, like yeah. the promoter and i thought they is would just like oh we'll pay the band yeah. and then the band is like cool and i like, thought they would you're but, part of the but they crew never did. so never did okay never did so you're on tour i'm on tour and i'm thinking like i'm gonna get paid i'm driving my own car i'm driving their equipment along right. with my shit okay helping them as like i mean like you, you say earlier is... i'm a donkey I'm a donkey <laughs> that can do art you know like visual art with them okay and i don't realize that because I'm just trying to, like, make friends and, like, do cool shit and travel the country. Now, are you talking about a particular tour, or are you saying this happened This times? happened regularly, but there was this particular show that was really bad. So this one band, that I'm not going to name their name, because it's more fun to just pretend it could be anyone. Okay. In my personal opinion. To just pretend you can put, like, the shitty people on anyone <laughs> you've shittily experienced Now, with. can I pause you for a uh-huh. second? We were talking earlier about the Me Too movement right yeah. now, and you were making a case for why it's important yes, to talk about, to, talk to call about. people out on That's stuff, right. but also then like figure out what's next and yeah. hold people accountable. And this story ties into that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to mention the band. That's no, up to you. That's your call. because I'm just... in the midst of working this out with them. Okay. And I feel like if I didn't mention them, that they're not doing an interview right now about their side of the story. And it hasn't also been something that has been able to be... I reached out to them and other people have reached out to them about doing like a conflict resolution type of thing. Yeah. But they haven't 
done it. Right. Like, it's been reached out to have that happen, but it hasn't happened yet. So, like I... you think it might happen? I'm hoping that'll happen. Okay. I'm Can I ask how long ago you... It was out. about a month ago. Okay. And it's been continuous, and it's been reached out within the last three days by another person who said they would help do a conflict resolution with these people. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll stop interrupting. Mm-hmm. You're cool. By all means. Okay. So, you know, I'm doing these, like, local shows where I'm doing these, like, shadow shows, and they're like, oh, we're going to go on this tour, like, the Midwest. Do you want to come and bring shadows? I'm like, yeah, like... You know, I'm making good money at my job. I can take some time off and, like, use that money in my car and, like, come and do these shows. And they bring, one of them brings, like, a girlfriend along who wants to sell art at the shows. And I'm supposed to basically take her in the car. And I have to say this, too. Like, I'm a a female, and it's these two male dudes who want to go on a tour and so they kind of relegate me to kind of chauffeur their girlfriend. Okay. You know? And I tell them at the time that, like, that's not... I'm... No, I don't know her Wait, that. wait. Just so I understand. Yeah. So you're saying you guys are going to be in separate cars. Yeah. There's two people in this band? Yes. And there's not room for... Like, that's one, what of, they're one saying. of these guys... That's what they're girlfriend. saying. There's not room for their girlfriend, and she has to ride with me. Even though there's clearly room you, in there. There's definitely room. Oh, there's definitely okay. room. Yeah. Huh. And so they tell me that they want alone time with each other because the one the guy... Band the band does? Yeah. Not the yeah. couple? Yes! Yeah, exactly! <laughs> I've been on tours where people try they to... They tell me this. It's hard to get alone time with These two guys tell me somebody. they want alone time together and that's why they don't want the girlfriend to come because the reason they want alone time together, they're not getting along because they, the one of them doesn't like the other guy's that's girlfriend. That's what I was kind of guessing. Yeah. yeah. That's, that sounds like that situation. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like her either. <laughs> Okay. Okay, but I want to go on this tour because I want to get the fuck out of Oklahoma City and I want to like go travel and show my puppies other places and meet right. people. So I'm like, you know what? You make sacrifices, you do things. I tell them how I feel about it. I'm yeah. not shy about that. Right. But I do I'm it. I'm not generally known you to be shy. <laughs> no, but no. in this situation, it, you're not like it's not a deal breaker. Like, no. It's not what you prefer. Yeah. But I'm guessing yeah. because I know you to be a pretty forward person yeah. that if you were like, no, fuck that. I don't. I wanna... wouldn't do it. Yeah, if you're yeah. just like, no, I don't want to hang out with her. Yeah, if you can't I'm just find... like, okay, it'll be band. like four or five hours at a time between town, and then right. like whatever. But we go, and it's like, you know, she's... how long's the tour? I um, it goes from Oklahoma City to uh, Lawrence, Kansas, to St. Louis, to what's that place? And um, I want to say it's like in Ohio or something. Not Ohio, Indianapolis. Okay. And then back down. But so like a week, two weeks? I think it's two weeks. Okay. I think it's two Just weeks. So I have an idea. Yeah. And I'm having a ride with this person that I don't really know that well. And what I do know, I don't like that much. And yeah. I've made clear that I'm not that comfortable with it, but I'm willing to make the sacrifice for it because I want to get on with this show. And I think it's not going to be that big of a deal. And it was terrible. Okay. Every four or five hours sitting in that car with her is horrible. <laughs> Okay. Because she's grilling me for information about her boyfriend who's in the other car with this other dude and does that also doesn't like her. she have a sense that the other guy doesn't like her? Yes. And that's why she's been relegated to like, yeah. she the knows, lady car. <laughs> and she's complaining about it. Yeah, and it's the lady yeah. car thing. But I'm also really not on like the lady car team either. So it's right. this that puts weird, you in a weird spot. spot. And I'm all trying to be respectful of them and shit. They also have this guy that they're picking up on the way who's like their drummer. 
and I don't know him that well. So it's a third person who hasn't played with them a whole bunch. Right. We make it to Lawrence, Kansas, and it's at a like a frat house. <laughs> okay. okay. They book this this show at a frat house. And I don't know. I'm not really the kind of frat house party going no? kind of person. You're not like a frat. No. Frat dude. No, not a frat rat. Not yet. I don't know. I'm about to hit forty. Who knows? Maybe I'll start fucking like. This decade's gonna yeah. be your frat decade. <laughs> yeah. I'll put it on my Tinder profile. Looking for frats. Cougar. Um. So go cougars. So I go to this place and it's like a frat house and there's like a basement we play in and during the show the girlfriend brings out like her like really i'm sorry that's just honest like i'm just critiquing in a really snotty way her shitty jewelry that she's made during the show and tries to sell it while they're trying to sell like merch like on the, the merch table yes okay and she's getting on the mic a lot like in between songs and like buy my jewelry and like I'm selling this stuff for people in Uganda, and like. Wait, what? I don't know. I know. I know. This person, she's insufferable. Wait, but wait, I just want to make sure I understand yeah. this. So, the plan was for her to sell her stuff. Like that was part. No, of... no one ever mentioned this. Oh, okay. She just brings it. I thought earlier you said that was like part of what she was going to be doing on no, tour. No, she like I said that because that's what happened. That's what happened. That's but, but that was no not... one ever talked about this before. No one talked to you about it, no. or like, they didn't even know. No. I think he yeah. knew but didn't share because he was embarrassed about his like weird relationship with this person. Okay, but That's he didn't. Like, but he didn't talk to you about it for no, certain, and you don't no. even think he talked to his bandmate no, about it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so she's selling. So she's jewelry. doing this and like grabbing the mic and be like, "I'm selling my stuff. It's for people in Uganda, and I've volunteered with them." Well, what does for that years. part mean? Like, she she made the jewelry. It's not. Yeah. And it's meaning she's gonna give the money that she makes I don't to know. someone in Uganda. It was like one or... of those white people who goes and gets pictures with little black kids to like yeah. show their stuff, and then you know what I mean, like kind of. But it, I don't understand where well, she felt she was benefiting yes. someone in Uganda. Yeah, that was the idea. That's what yeah. she was presenting anyway. Yeah. Okay. But it was in this weird, like, co-opted. Like way that didn't make sense in a, like a basement at a frat at house, a frat house. <laughs> like rock show, right? And so this is happening, and every, like people actually booed her. They were terrible, and I felt bad because I kind of related to them in that moment, but I didn't want to. And so that was happening, and then there was like, like you a, feel bad for her at that moment, yeah. But I'm like, get off the get stage! Out, like, this, what are you doing? doing? Yeah. Like this is not cool. And then there was, like, a fight between the two band members about it, like, during the show and all this stuff. About her coming up and talking? Yeah, yeah. Like, is somebody saying, hey, talk to your girlfriend. Yeah. Tell her this is not cool. This is not cool. Yeah. And they're saying it, like, on the mic, like, talking shit. Oh, man. Don't come call up my fucking show. Like, and it becomes this thing. Yeah. And very, like, a lot of aggression and stuff. And then I just kind of, like realized I didn't even have a place there because there's all this like weird drama going on with yeah. relationships that I don't have any interest in. Right. So I did like two shadow puppets and got the fuck out. And I go upstairs. Now wait, you were you were going to be doing it throughout their whole set? Yeah. Was that the plan? That's the I plan. Assume. But I just But didn't, with all that stuff you were just I had like, no interest in it. I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. Circus. I wanted to be part of this weird relationship drama. Right. Because they were like fighting on the mic and yeah, like screwing super... up their show. Oh man. Yeah. And there's all these like, woo bros, you know, and like 
it's just the whole thing was like I don't want to be a part of this. Now so, is the music you don't have to say the yeah. band, but is it like is it rock? Is it like pretty it's rock and yeah. music? Like, it's supposed it... to be like semi metal emotional like music. I don't know if you could say folk metal, I guess. I don't know what But like are the frat bros into it? No. They're not They're I just mean, getting drunk. They're just getting drunk. They're just like, getting drunk. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, they don't even care. But I mean, do you but feel like... But they did like... boo the lady. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> they did boo that they, lady. They booed the lady, they booed the lady, but they weren't booing the band. Not really. So, like, yeah. they might have been a little bit into the band Maybe. if it wasn't being interrupted yeah. with Uganda. But I just pitches. felt like I had no place in this situation. So right. I did, like, two shadows, and then I was like, I'm Like, for two songs? Here. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm done. I've had a shitty, you know, six to eight hour car drive with this person talking a bunch of bullshit to me and now you guys yeah. are being bullshit I'm done I'm leaving I'm gonna go find a place to sleep upstairs so I go upstairs and there's this like couch pull out bed I get in it go to sleep I wake up and it's in the dark and there's someone on top of me trying to put their hands down my pants fucking hell yeah and I'm like get the fuck off me you know and I'm a big woman like I can fight off someone but they're like licking my face and like pushing their weight down on me and I'm trying to push them off and I realize it's the drummer from the fucking band fucking that hell. I don't even know that well you like know? you just met that dude yeah. like that day or something yeah okay. yeah like I, I you know I'd seen him like socially a couple of times but he doesn't live here he or? lives here in Oklahoma okay. City okay but like I didn't know know him he wasn't right, like right. he wasn't the other two guys from the band you know I didn't I knew them I thought a little better and I finally get like a round off of him and he takes me on my ankles and tries to pull me up in the bed. Like, that's how, like, hardcore this guy is, like, being, like, physically with me. Like, yeah. pulling me up. Fuck. And you can smell he's got, like, fucking, like, whiskey on his breath. And, like, you know, it's very, like, carry. Like, I'll smell the whiskey on his breath, but I do not like it. You know? I'm, like, getting away. I'm telling him to stop. There's that. But there's also just, like, this fucking dude I don't even fucking know doing this. And I finally get off the bed, crawl down on the floor, and I find down the hallway this room. I go in, and there's a lock on the door. The room's completely empty. I don't know what these are doing. So this you're empty just room. you're. I'm just curious. Was the plan obviously the plan wasn't for some shithead to come up and try to yeah. break your bones? But I mean, like, was the plan to sleep yeah. there? Like, we were supposed to stay like there. That, that was part of the show that we you, could stay there. But did you kind of did you know where you were supposed to no, be sleeping? I didn't know. So you just kind of found. Yeah. A spot. I found there's this couch. I could. I was like, oh, it's a bed couch. I'm gonna pull it out. Okay. I'm gonna go to sleep and okay. get. Tomorrow. But so are you in? I'm trying to picture this. Like, are you yeah. in a, like a? It's like a living like a room, room area. Kind of? Yeah, yeah. It's like a big living room, the kitchen that's kind of open. Next okay, to so it. still like a public space. Yeah, with a couch. And this guy just sees you. In yeah. Fucking. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So I find this empty room, and there's a lock on the door. It's completely empty. I always remember. It's but it's like a bedroom. Window. Yeah, I would okay. guess so. Okay. Like kind of like a little like apartment room with no bathroom or anything. And there's nothing in there. It's just like carpet and a window and the door. And I lock the door. There's no furniture. There's nothing in there. It's freezing cold. And I just fucking lock myself in there for hours. Because this was maybe at like 2 a.m. by the time I get in there. And I'm in there. And then the sun comes up. And I'm waiting. And then I finally hear someone... Not so, like, gonna, you don't go back to sleep. No, you're just icing. I'm you're awake just, and freaked like, out. Totally, yeah, of course. I don't know. And I hear the door being, like, you know, shaken, like, yeah. the door handle. And I don't know if it's him or someone else. I just, like, I'm cuddled and afraid. Yeah. And, like, freaked out. This is when I didn't really have, like, a cell phone or anything. Yeah. So, 
the door finally in the morning, I'm, the sun comes up the window, the door is jinged on, and then knocked on the door, and then I hear the voice of one of the other guys in the band. And I'm like, thank God I can tell them what happened. You know, I got attacked by this guy in our band, and, like, this can be addressed, and, like, we yeah. can, like, do something about it. And I open the door, and I tell him, and I'm, like, crying, and, like, really freaked out, and I'm exhausted. And he's just like, oh, well, it sounds like he was drunk. So, That's the only response. And okay. I'll never forget it, because I was shocked. Because I didn't think, because these dudes really portray themselves as being these, like, feminist, like, I'll protect women from this shit right. stuff. And that was their response. They just said... I oh, he, he was, was drunk. drunk. He's a great guy. He was just, he's going through a breakup. They said that to me. Fuck. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, that's, I can't. That's not. That's, that's not okay. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I'll go talk to him. And I'm like, okay, a little bit of hope there. Go talk to him. Maybe there's something will come of it. Yeah. He comes back. He's like, he wants to apologize to you. And I'm like, okay. I remember we go outside and there's like this alleyway behind the frat house thing. And the guy is like... Wait, the guy is hanging out in the alleyway? Yeah, he's like out there to apologize to meet me out there. Okay. And so I come down, he's like, I'm sorry, like I don't even know what happened last night. And I was like, I'll tell you what happened. You tried to fucking rape me. Like you pulled me and like you were on top of me. Like I go off on him. And he's just like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, well, I don't feel comfortable around you. And I don't want to do this anymore. This whole thing has been so bullshit. And I... I'm gonna fucking. Now, is this the first show of the tour? Yeah. Okay. You just. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. First show. First god show. damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't know if that, that makes it worse. It's it just does. like. It's, it like, you asked for the worst. You, you asked for the worst show. But, this is the worst yeah, show. You just left. Okay. Oh my god. The whole thing is just like bullshit. And then the other guy from the band comes down, who I'm actually closer friends with, and he's like. You gotta understand, like, he's been going through a hard... I mean, they're just giving me this sob story about this poor guy. And I'm in tears, terrified. And then I'm like, okay, I don't care what happens. I don't want to be alone with this dude. Like, I'm taking my car, and you guys have plenty of room. You're going to take your girlfriend, you're going to take him, and you're going to go to the car. Has that guy been riding in your car? No. At this point, no. He'd been with them. Okay. He was with them. But they had room, because they had, like, a truck thing. And so I was like, I'm going to take my car and I'm going to go back to fucking Oklahoma City. I'm done with this tour. I'm not doing this anymore. And they're like, no, like we promised, like they said they wanted you to go into Indianapolis and this guy was asking for you and we're going to do this. Like, just like, and, and you know, his girlfriend had like already left. Like she had already left that morning because they got into a big fight. Oh, okay. So she had like drove back already. She had driven. Back to Oklahoma City. How'd you drive? Like. She she got like a, I don't know, like a bus or I don't okay, know what the fuck happened. Right, right. She left. Okay, so after that, after, mm-hmm. before the fucking raper, yeah. but then, but after the show, somewhere yeah. in there. Somewhere in there, they, she's gone. Like, because the band members were fighting yeah. over her, mm-hmm. partly, mm-hmm. and then, so oh that, that her yes. boyfriend and her, they yeah. fought, and then she. She's gone. She's like, fuck it. I don't know how. She took a bus or had a friend or whatever. She's gone. Girl had money. She's good. (laughs) She's good. She got money. Okay. And so she's gone. And they tell me that. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. So I don't have to deal with her anymore. And they're like, see, yeah, it'll be fine. And I'm like, But now, but so wait, so that means, but now they are going to put. 
This dude in your car? That's what they Fucking did. Fucking no. That's what they did. Fuck no. That's what they no. did, CJ. That's Fucking what they ridiculous. did. That's Fucking what they did. Hell. After you told him. Yes. After you after, fucking told them, after I told they're him, like, cool, so the raper dude, we're going to put him in your car. car. Is that and cool? you guys can talk it out. Fucking hell. See, this is, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I want to punch not everybody. Appropriate. But not appropriate. Not okay at all. Not okay at all. But this all. is where, again, our conversation earlier, where we ended up agreeing about as far as, like, yes. what it means to... To take it beyond call yes. out and like and actually, but you give people change. time. Sure, but I mean, this is where mm-hmm. I was saying like there are people who just are garbage, and I mean, I'm not saying Here's that nothing can is, help like, them. I'm at just... that point, I felt like the two other band members were more garbage than the dude. Yeah, who tried to fight. Because those were your friends who were yeah. fucking betraying you. Yep. I mean, that dude yep. who raped you, that guy's garbage. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's worse, but I'm. I'm I feel to like to me, that's what felt worse. To me, that was more of a betrayal and more of a... That's more of a betrayal. I think mm-hmm. that dude is the shittiest dude there, yeah. but those guys, obviously... They, they exacerbated it. Yeah. They exacerbated it to the max, and then they wanted me to do this, and then they applied to how strong I was. But you'll be able to talk to him about it, and it'll help him out. And I was like, okay, I can do that. But, like, and yes, I can do that but not in that moment no not in that fucking moment not right then and so i did it i fucking had him in the, you know what i did i told him to sit in the back seat don't fucking look at me don't talk to me you put your seatbelt on don't fucking look at me don't talk to me don't touch me no nothing and i'm just gonna fucking tell you how i fucking feel the whole way this fucking okay. trip and so i did that and by the time we got to st louis i was like get the fuck out of my car and like he was just silent and apologetic. He honestly didn't remember or know what he'd done. I don't still have really much sympathy for that because even if I did that to someone, I would want someone to treat me like fucking shit. So it's not about sympathy. It's more about what do you do in that moment? And I don't know how many people have had to drive for five, six hours <laughs> to try to rape them the night ridiculous. before. That's so fucking That's my ridiculous. worst show ever. So, wait, I got an- this is so fucked, BC. So yeah. the next night you're in. So that first night you were in Lawrence, and mm-hmm. then you guys went to where? St. Louis. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So in St. Louis, like they play a show again, and mm-hmm. then it's fine or what? No, I just like totally ignored them, and then I left. Did you still do puppet stuff? Mm-hmm. You just didn't do puppet. No, I didn't do anything. But so you left from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Like you went, you came back home. Yeah. Okay. I just left. So you. It done. sounds like maybe that that it took you a minute to even maybe catch your breath of like yeah. what the fuck am I yeah. doing? It did. And basically like when, when it we sunk showed in, up and they were like starting to like load in like as if it was nothing, I was just like, I can't. Which totally makes sense. I can't do this with these people. They're like loading in like up, like like what if that dude had fucking raped me that night and like completely and I hadn't been able to get away from him and they they probably would still it the same way. Because it was yeah. the same thing. And I was like, at that point. So I just left. And you know what's crazy? Is after that, they didn't get it. They didn't They didn't get no. it at all. And the worst part is, is when it came back to Oklahoma City, the music seemed small enough here that I had to, if I wanted to involve myself with things, I still had to interact with them. Right. At certain levels. But I, I, 
I never was alone with them again, any of them, because I didn't trust any of them again after right. that. Yeah, understandable. And I was only go to shows where it was like somebody that I really fucking cared about playing that played like either at their house or the show they were playing at. And I didn't interact with them at all. And I felt really guilty because I didn't come out publicly, but I didn't really know how because I felt like if it was just like a Facebook punishment or like some kind of weird thing. But here's the other thing, like, I know that these dudes have treated people similarly shittily. And some of the things they've done have been really, like, gross. And everybody just acts like it's okay because they're, like, these funny rock and roll guys. <laughs> they don't know no better. And so at a certain point, like, if I say or do anything, it doesn't matter because I'm just, like, this person who is trying to make a good time bad for people. That's how it's viewed here. And so I just didn't. And then this whole Me Too thing came out. So how long ago was this whole thing? This was probably like, I want to say four to five years ago. Okay. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, I'll just like interact with them in this way. And then when this stuff comes up or they act weird, I will just be continually boundary. Like, no, don't talk to me that way. Don't touch me that way. Don't treat me that way. And thinking that was like what would help or make that strong but then I started realizing like these dudes are total hypocrites like they don't know that every time I tell them no and every time that I tell them that I don't want to be talked to or treated or touched that way that it doesn't matter to them they'll just keep doing it you're saying these band the band dudes yeah right yeah they would continue to act that way particularly one of them so and then I would watch them try to call out other people in the community supposedly for acting that way or like post it's all it's like a facebook world honestly like and then them being like oh the me too movement and respect women and like my friend was treated this way so i'm gonna stand up for them and then i just started getting more and more just like you fucking hypocrites like how can you you did this thing and you've never like acknowledged it and like the the weird thing is is their cushion for that is my nickname's Brother Clit. I'm very open sexually. I will talk about sexual things. I haven't slept with really any of their friends or anything because I find them all to be very like gross, immature dudes. But <laughs> that's a whole other story. Yeah. Um. But they they view me as this person that's like sort of easy game with that stuff. Like, oh, I can rub my dick against her because, like, her tits are out and she's making sex jokes. So it's okay if I, like, do this nasty thing to her. Even though I'm telling them the entire time, don't touch me, don't talk to me. But they don't get that. I mean, if I hear you right, like, Mm -hmm. part of it is you're saying there's a way that you generally tend to act, but they're not your buds anymore. Like, fuck those guys. Yeah. And so they, but Mm -hmm. they don't get that, right? Like, they don't get that, like, they violated you. And so when this Me Too thing happened and I was seeing all that, and then I've experienced stories of where they've fucked over, like, these women over the years. And, like, they've been friends of mine. And Wait, then, so you're saying other, because other women came out oh, yeah. with stories about them specifically? Yeah, okay. but privately, because there's, like, these Facebook groups of women. Right. That talk. Like Whisper Networks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, that was all going on. And then I thought, you know, like, especially this one member of the band. Actually, both of them. I care about them as human beings. I'm going to tell them that I'm feeling this way and there was an incident that happened that was really volatile pub like it was like a public 
like incident where I felt like I needed. Okay, I'll just tell the story sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hadn't been over to their um, house, and they have like you know like group houses where they do like shows and stuff. And there was supposed to be this like birthday party, and this particular birthday party was for a person that lives with them. That's a woman who prior when she was really drunk had like literally like grabbed me by my pussy before when she was drunk and I'd had to like push her off and I laughed because it's like this thing that everyone's like oh Trump's such a fucked up person and I'm just like yeah like 50% of you've done the same shit to me like okay you know what I mean like you guys get drunk and you like act this way right it's I don't know it's just it's there there's just a line like with hypocrisy that's kind of hilarious so this person had done this and like I told them to stop and like you know was babysitting like please you know stop doing that so I showed up at this like party for this person knowing that the party's gonna be full of all these people but I'm with a friend of mine and I'm sober so I feel like I can handle it so we get in there pretty late everyone's completely shit-faced and immediately, as soon as I walk in the door, there's people grabbing my boobs. There's people saying nasty stuff. They're doing karaoke, licking my face, licking my hands, like doing like all this stuff. And I'm just being really just patient. Just people in general? Yeah. Okay. It's just like this like party, <laughs> drunk, physical atmosphere. Right. And like, I am not, I'm sex positive and I'm not, I'm not ready and willing to say, oh, that's all fucked up. But if I'm not into it, the best I can do is be like, please stop, you know, and understand and be patient that that person is fucked up and they might, their boundaries are really blurred. Right. But I'm not going to try to shame them for that. What bothered me is while I was doing karaoke with my friend who was with me, we were both on the microphone and this person came up who is friends with all of these people, who's a lady who started licking our faces and kissing us. We started kissing her back, both of us, because it seemed like, oh, this is this fun karaoke singing, kissing moment. Cool. Next thing I know, the lady is telling the guy that came with my friend saying, he needs to get out of here. He's kissing people that don't want to be kissed. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, wait. The, the woman who just kissed you was saying this? No, it was another woman. It was her party. The woman who a few weeks earlier had been grabbing my vagina and I've been pushing her off is now saying this person needs to be kicked out because they're kissing someone. The the woman who was just saying this about the woman or about the guy? About the guy. Wait, the guy was kissing you while you were doing karaoke? No, the girl was kissing me and my friend. We were both in the mic singing a song together, me and the guy, and she came up and started licking us and kissing us. Oh. So we kissed her back. But then the person who lived there was saying that your friend had to be kicked out? Yes. Okay. So I got really indignant and I stood up and I was like, y'all are a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Like, this is bullshit. Like, this has happened multiple times. I could name every, almost every single face in here of different one of you who have trespassed weird consensual things. Like, with every single person in here. This is bullshit. And then she's like, name who? Name who? And I was like... That's my whole point. It's not about us naming each other. It's that if you have a problem with this, you just can't pick and choose because this person isn't as rock and roll as this person is. Like, you live with a bunch of fucking predators. You don't even understand. Like, you just... And I said that. I said, two weeks ago, you fucking, like, fucking put your hand up my skirt and grab my pussy. Like, who the fuck are you to kick someone out of your party? And I got really pissed. And then they started screaming at me, get out. 
and then I went to grab and then she like punched me in the face and then started like punched me from behind and then I just like ran out there and I was just like ah you know and then this guy who I'm friends with gets a text the next day from one of the same dude who five years earlier is telling me oh this person was drunk you need to understand if I see you out with my crew I'm gonna kick your ass and like you're a predator and fuck you and like all this stuff and I'm just like all of these people and so that's when that's when I was like I'm going to send you a direct message not only as an indignant person but also as a friend to say you're being a hypocrite this is fucked up this is how you've hurt me this is how you've hurt other people and I want you to make amends for it and I want to talk about it the first response was I never did any of that which was so disheartening right second response was as I continued was oh I'm sorry you feel that way Finally, third response was, I did wrong, and I apologize, and I want to make it better. Okay, prove it. Make it better. Let's do that. Let's sit down and talk. Next time I see them, the next two times I see them, they completely ignore me, as if I don't exist. Okay. See them out in public, I don't exist. Nothing. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Nothing. I try to interact, no response, as if literally I'm a ghost. I just get cut off completely. Because as a friend and as a human being who's been traumatized by the hypocrisy and actions of this person, I've tried to sit down and talk with them and call it out. And I get treated like I'm dead. That's fucked up. Yeah. And that doesn't help anything. Right. So I don't get it. And I don't understand, like, like I could see myself in the future still, like, being friends and supportive and being part of that musical community and all of that because that's what makes community is making confrontations that make things better mm. and working towards a better thing even when it's difficult making effort when it's difficult you can't just have an easy community where everybody fucking like closets off and keeps like you know oh that person I offended them too much so now I'm just going to move on to the next group until like you know you can't put people through a fucking meat grinder and that's what it feels like you know so this and this goes back to our conversation earlier mm-hmm. but I guess where I get stumped, where I'm like trying mm-hmm. to figure out for myself and just like in the communities that I belong to, like yeah. what, what to do, is that <clears throat> sometimes when somebody gets called out, I'll give you an example. Well, I can't remember the guy's name. I think it was like, it's like Whitmore or something mm-hmm. like that. Whit, I don't remember if that was his name. Some dude in LA, I think I had played a show with him once. I didn't really know him well, yeah. but maybe like, this is before me too started mm-hmm. trending or anything this is maybe like a year ago year or two mm-hmm. um i get on facebook and i've got like three messages from friends of mine saying mm-hmm. dude did you hear about this, this guy? guy so i'm like no i didn't but let yeah. me check it out you know and i've i'm like and basically what had happened was there was this woman who was in that scene uh, i don't know if she played music i'm guessing she did but i don't i don't know um i didn't know her at all mm-hmm. um who was like Basically, at some point, said, this is what I've been dealing with for mm-hmm. the last year. And she did a screenshot of text messages text that this guy had been sending mm-hmm. her. And it was very clear. Yeah. It was one of those, like, it was ideal in a way because there was no he said, she said yeah. kind of thing for people to have to get over. Yeah. There was just, like, here's the evidence. Yeah. You can't 
You, you they, have to believe me. People don't. Well, no, I have to say. They did? The, well, I, I, again, I don't live in yeah. L.A., but I'm just saying the group of people that mm-hmm. I knew who yeah. were peripherally mm-hmm. involved with this guy musically were all like, fuck that guy. But then fuck what that happened? Guy. Well, okay, so, but yeah. let me just finish. So, somebody who knew who was friends with him. So, mm-hmm. there's a massive Facebook thread that's just like mostly people being like, man, fuck that. That guy's a creep. But one of his friends, actually a couple of his friends, were like, what he did was really shitty, this guy needs help. And like, the response was as if he had some mental illness, like it was a mental health issue. But Which can happen. Which can happen, but in this case, I think it's sort of on these friends to to actually like state that or 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 say like there's some specific reason because in general that's that's kind of weak to just be like well mental health yeah like what specifically yeah um so and then a friend of mine uh like you can't just diagnose people right and Mm -hmm. i guess this is where i'm trying to like figure out something better because Mm -hmm. I, i guess what i'm saying is the i had a friend rachel um whose response was exactly how i felt which was like that guy treated that woman like that mm. because he thinks women are garbage. Mm. That's not a mental illness. Yeah, that's like, not. That's, yeah. that's a shitty perspective. Yeah, that's being an asshole. You can call it sick in yeah. some vague sense, but yeah. that's, not, that's not the same as being like no. anxious or depressed or Well, there are actually, having... like, I'm not trying to like argue for it, but there actually are some mental and physical illnesses that make, not make, but... Well, they do. They make a person act like sexually aggressive in a way that is very disturbing. Right. Yeah. So again, I'm saying I know a lot of people with a variety of mental health issues yeah. that make them socially, you know, problematic in mm-hmm. some ways. Yeah. But this, this situation didn't seem like that to yeah. me, and it didn't seem like that, I guess, yeah. to my friend Rachel. So. I didn't like the people who were trying to defend him. Yeah. Were leaning on this mental health thing. And I guess this is where I don't have a better answer, but mm-hmm. I do. I do think that Rachel's point about you thinking that women are garbage. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the things that Louis C.K. Yeah. Or I think it was Louis C.K. One of the. No, no, no. I'm thinking of um, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon, that was so great. I mean. That was yeah. great when you wrote. It was. I knew. But, but to like do the part that. that was the most powerful to me was like. Clearly, if I had any respect for women, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have done, done that. that. Like, at least yeah. acknowledge that. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I still don't know where, on a situation like that, like, if <sighs> where somebody gets a pass, or it's not a pass, but, like, as far as, like, he did the work, yeah. actual reflection, and actual acknowledging how fucked up it was, yeah. and went deep into it. Not yeah. like a, really I'm sorry you feel it. that yeah, way that kind of bullshit. bullshit. And what's what's the woman's Megan mm-hmm. Gans? Is that her last I name? Think I that think. Might be it. Yeah. Maybe I mean, not. I was really interested to see what she thought, and she was well, like, "This is a master class." So much in apology. to her because that's all she wanted to hear. Right. And I think, like in my situation with this dude, I'm like, "Can you just fucking step back and quit pretending you're some sort of savior feminist to women?" Like. For like five seconds and see your actual actions and how many women, including me, that you've fucking hurt over the years with your like rock and roll status or whatever the fuck it is and like. But so this is where I'm. This is where I'm just. I'm really skeptical about that Mm -hmm. happening. I guess I don't know this person, but I feel like that person seems to me, from what you're saying, like they have a lot of invested in a particular image. Yeah. 
And I don't know how that image is compatible with And they're doing surrounded the by a actual... group of people telling them that it's, oh, you're so wonderful. But you know what I mean? Like, if, if that, is, that, is that image compatible with saying, whoa, I really fucked up? And what I did no. was not okay. Like, I think it could like can be. they? I, I mean, I don't it know. Could be. I think that would be the better thing to do that to work forward towards healing. But you know this person, I don't. So yeah. I'm just saying, I think, I think that you to, or I. To me, it's not about f- knowing the person; it's knowing the culture that they're in. Yeah. And the culture that they're in is a culture that, in Oklahoma particularly, is a punishment culture. If you do something that trespasses another person here. You need to be spanked, get an F, or get fired, or get ostracized in the community. So if you are to admit that you've done something that trespasses someone, you have to face those things. And so people protect one another because they're scared of that happening to someone that they care about because then they'll be associated with that. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. No, I think what you're describing is not just Oklahoma. I mean, that's America. Yeah. But I, I never experienced until I lived here as much as I have. It's biz- it's like, it's, it's the church thing here and like the schools here. Like they still have corporal punishment in the schools here. Right. Can you imagine what that does to somebody? <laughs> you know. I like, mean, I hear that, but yeah. I, I guess I'm saying. Because so many dudes do this kind of shit and get away with it entirely, mm-hmm. I'm sometimes also on the side of punishment or call-out culture, whatever you want to call it, where because so many dudes just, just get away scot-free with it and just, like, nothing happens to them, I feel like it's at least a step in the right direction when somebody gets... I guess that the punishment culture allows a lot of people to get away with it because, at least in the community that I'm in, if you're friends with someone who's being punished then you're associated with them. And so the first thing people do here is try to protect people and cover for them. Right. And it's kind of like the sibling thing of like, here when you're like a kid, you're like, well, you know, if they take away, or even at school, that's what they do here. Like they say, oh, Sally was bad, Bobby was bad, so now everyone in class can't do it. And that's, that's like a basic punishment thing here that goes on. I've experienced that in professional, like, college-educated, like, job situations here where, well, people don't know how to use the supply closet, so we're just going to shut it down, you know? It's like this weird lack of imagination with how to solve problems (laughs) because of that punishment culture. Yeah, I hear that. But I guess I'm saying I'm also at a loss because I also don't know... Somebody who has no respect for women. Yeah, How do you make them have respect for women? I don't know that that's... Like, I don't know. Maybe that's possible, but I'm not clear on the road to that, I guess. I haven't been able to have a good, like, interaction with this person since this happened, which I thought... I was naive enough to believe they would sit down and actually try to, like, make it better or, like, talk it out or work it out, even on a public way. And there was someone who was coming to town that said they might be able to do that this last week. And then I never got any answer from it back. So it turns out that person didn't want to have that happen. Right. But like even with Dan Harmon, that part of it is, I mean, if you know, did you, do you know Dan Harmon's work a bit? Right. Like, like, especially in the last few years where he's actually presenting himself kind of like Louis C.K. where mm-hmm. it's like his work is largely about him. Yeah. And his persona 
is a schmuck. Like, schmuck. is a... Sh- yeah, is the a, ego-driven, like, easily, like, messed... Easily, like, he knows yeah. he's a self-destructive yeah. alcoholic. Yeah. He knows that he treated his girlfriend terribly. It's self-deprecating. Yeah, but it's like... Mm-hmm. I'm, but and self-deprecating I'm just saying, is just humorous. It's not actually self-reflection. Right. But I do think that he was in a particular position where... And, I again, you could say this to some degree about Louis C.K., though I think mm-hmm. not quite as much, where... He could actually recognize what he did. Yeah. And it didn't actually. It actually didn't ruin his career because he's already made a name for himself as a self destructive, egotistical shithead. Yeah. And so I do think that his apology is the best one I've seen. Yeah. But there's something that sits wrong with me about it because I feel like with Louis Mm C.K., for instance, going back and thinking about his show there's a lot of really rapey fucked up shit in his show that at the time made me uncomfortable but I didn't know what to do with it and I think I was part of that culture of being like surely he doesn't actually mean that that's him well he's kind of telling you it is is, is. he's actually telling you that very clearly and we make excuses for why that must just be a fictional part but I mean there's two different situations where he rapes somebody or tries to yeah in the show in the that's show. got his name on yeah. it that he writes yeah. and stars in. I in a weird way, there's like a devil's advocate that wants me to say that it was like a cry for help or a, like a sort of unveiling or putting the light on the cockroaches in those situations. But that's also just a ton of conjecture for me. And like I get really worried because I had this experience once where I worked at this domestic violence shelter and they asked a woman had she she had been abused and her daughter had been abused really badly and she by this this guy that they were married to and instead of allowing him to have custody because he was able to get custody she ended up killing herself and her daughter or she tried to kill herself wow. but the daughter died but she didn't she wow. put herself in the car in the garage and turned the gas on yeah. the daughter with, died but with she the daughter was too because she didn't want her to get... Because he was getting custody by a judge. Right. And was like, I can't let her go back to that kind of sexual, emotional abuse anymore. Okay. Yeah. And so, okay. I'm just going to kill us both. She survived and was put through this whole court case. And I was working at the shelter at the time that she had been in as like a safe home. So, I was going to court a lot. And I was like a spoken word artist at the time. So, I'd written this like poem about it. And they'd asked me to go on the news during this like candlelight vigil and they filmed me reading it at this big thing it was like thousands of people it was in Springfield, Missouri mm-hmm. and it was this big thing well I was at a bar two nights later when they showed it on the news and there were these dudes at a table sitting there talking nasty shit about me and this woman while I was up there on the television like I was watching in there and they were and it was getting they were like almost getting off on it of like fuck those bitches like talking you know shit about and they were defending the dude who like raped his fucking daughter you know what I mean like and that was the first time and I was like 19 and this happened and I was like wait this was when you were 19? yeah Okay, okay. and I was like that was the first moment I realized like you can speak up all the fuck you want in all kinds of forums and there's going to be people who twist it and take it yeah. the wrong fucking way 
And that's what I think about a lot when I come across these, like, situations where you see someone like Louis C.K., I'm going to make this TV show. It's going to open up all of these avenues to think about things in a different way. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about because there's always going to be these audience members that take it and twist it to their own agenda. Well, but, like, with him, I feel like even... Because I was a big Louis C.K. fan. I'm like, it, yeah. was, it was a bummer, right? <laughs> but, For so many people. But I so feel like with ways. him, and I think, again, yeah. with Dan Harmon, too, he's got a certain amount invested in being honest yeah. in his artwork, right? And, that like, he's a comedian, yeah. but he's he's got... It's not... He's not the kind of comedian who's just, like... I'll make dick jokes and you'll laugh. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's trying to trying present to himself. And I think that that for better or worse, we couldn't hear it. No. Um that's why I thought of it as like a cry for help. I think you're right, but I think mm-hmm. he I don't know what he hoped to get by that. Like if he wanted to present himself in as actually fucked up as he is in the hope of being seen. I don't know. Or I mean, we're all he... in like some weird cry for help in this like weird society. Like it's weird systematic abuses through the school systems and the government like we're all like I mean I don't know like that's why I liked Louis C.K. and those shows because I related to those aspects even if I couldn't relate on a level of like some like pasty white dude in his middle ages like I could still relate of like he's just dealing with like this weird systems that we're in and, but I, I guess I, the, the question comes back to like, what do we what do we do about it? And I don't I don't I think know. We talk about it. I mean, we talk about it, but I mean, I think we make I changes think in for our the sake of survivors. There's mm. maybe not punishment exactly, but something to try to keep people safe from predators, right? I mean, it, that does seem appropriate to me to try to say like. I read too much Greek mythology. Okay, what do you mean? My, I mean, like, what's it, the story of uh, Eurydice and, Di, you know, Dionysus and uh, what's his name? I don't know if I know this one. I know Dionysus um, and who, who's the Orf- person? Orpheus. Orpheus, Orpheus. I know the, I know the Brazilian version. Yeah, <laughs> well, on the Brazilian okay. version, you know, she's being attacked by that dude. Okay, yeah. It's supposed to represent death, but... In the original Greek mythology, it was Orpheus's best friend on their wedding day right. tried to rape her, right. and um, she ran away from him and was bit by an asp yeah. in the, on her wedding day and died, and then she had to go into Hades, and then he tried to rescue her. But then, who was Orpheus killed by? I don't remember. The Bacchanalian time. women. Okay. Who were out to punish men, and they run... Right. wildly into the mountainside. So that's what we need. Well, yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> right. saying. I don't know if that's what we need because that story's that old and it's never made anything any fucking different. I don't think we can say that. It's... I mean, shit's fucked up. Shit's fucked up. But do you think about what we've been through even in the last, like, I have century. been in situations where right. people have done sexually wrong, fucked up things to be personally or to other people and they have made amends. And it has taken quite a few things to do that. One, it does take the victim completely ostracizing and calling out that person. Yeah. That's a recipe of notice works. Right. But secondly, it takes a community around them yeah. to not only just ostracize them, but to call them out and call them to collect for that, you know, that. And then it takes that person, like Mr. Harmon, 
coming forward and saying, okay, what did I do wrong? Asking all those people and him doing all of those things to find out for himself personally. He didn't go to her and say, what did I do wrong? He went, he said, he said in the thing, I went to all these different people. I worked with all these women. And I think that also takes the honesty of the women saying, this is this and this and this. Whereas, and this is the thing about the Me Too movement, and I'm very unpopular for saying this, but I find so many women and men supporting abusers in a way that is not helpful to those abusers. And a lot of the times they're doing it out of ignorance because they don't realize that that person's being abusive. Um, I've been friends and loved people that are abusive, and I have called them out and has made it better and helped because I've loved them and I care about them and they respect my opinion. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but you also have to make that call if, like, if that, to see if that person's going to listen to you. Yeah. And not everyone is. But here's the thing. Like, why are we having all these relationships where people aren't listening to each other? What kind of weird, like, sociopathic, shallow relationships are we having? Where that's we, fair, but that's... You know? That's a totally fair. <laughs> no, that's, that's what's up. Yeah. I guess I'm just saying... When I look at the male population, mm-hmm. not just in this country, but everywhere I've yeah. been, it's not a bunch of really good listening folks. No. It's not. It's I mean, not. and so I'm not going to blame women for being in relationships. I'm not blaming I know you're not, but I'm, I'm just saying, saying there's a whole pot. It's like, it's a big gumbo of shit that goes on. Right. And that's what I want to be addressed. I don't, I think we're looking for all these easy solutions. And it's a recipe of like behaviors right, right. and That's good interactions point. and systems that create this thing that do affect people in a very personal, individual way. But it's still, it's like none of that stuff could exist without all of those things propping them up. And that's, that's absolutely right. Yeah, totally. I hear that. Drives me crazy. And even the whole system of gossiping and the whole system of men saying, I'm going to, oh, I'll stand up for this person. You know, even if that night in uh, Lawrence, Kansas, if they'd said, yeah, well, we're going to kick this guy out and like beat his ass or something, you know, that would not have made anything better and it would not have made me feel better. But there's also that aspect of that too. Of like, I'm going to protect this lady from this person. And it's like, can you just listen for a second of like what might actually help, you know, like, like I said, I'm the type of person that I might even actually still be friends with that person to this day if it had worked. With the band members or with the drummer? Even with the drummer. Really? Yeah, I know. I'm a freak. Really? I know, really. I'm a freak. <laughs> I'm a freak because, like, I'm not religious, but I'm very into actual forgiveness. And, like, forgiveness comes with um, self-reflection and... I just, I have that kind of patience as a person. And I've been in that position. I mean, that's awesome. I, but so. But I can't expect that of everyone. And I don't expect that of everyone. But what I'm saying is, is that at least with me, that there's a possibility there. And if there's a possibility there, then I think that you can learn from that and work with it. That's what makes me hopeful that those people can change and grow from that because I have experienced that with other people. Not everyone's the same, but I, I have to be able to hope that I'm not going to live on this planet for the next, like, four years, and there are just some people I just have to give up on, that they're going to be garbage forever. I just don't want to do that. Is it that you think there's some people that you've had the experience 
of them changing. Oh, absolutely. But I, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I won't say insist, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna say from my own experience, some people don't change. Yeah. And I mean, I just I'm feel not like saying I haven't been given that certain niche of opportunities. But I mean, I I feel like I've lately been quoting this like mm-hmm. almost daily. But there's that Maya Angelou line about like when somebody tells you who they are, when somebody yeah. shows you who they are, yeah. believe them the first time. And I think that if you, you know, if you believe that, that somebody is capable of that change and you would have put in that time, then you're, yeah. you're a saint. I'm, I'm not a saint. <laughs> no, I'm but I'm just saying like, you're, that you're, that's awesome. But I also, I would say in terms of like talking to other women yeah. or any victim. I'm not telling, that it's I'm not like, telling them what you they get have to, to You get to call, you get to make that call, right? Yeah. Like you get to say like, they is this worth your time? Yeah. And I think a lot of the times, I think of like, you know, my mom was in an abusive relationship yeah. with my stepdad. And the thing I, I'm so glad that at some point she was like, you know what? I'm done with yeah. this shit. Not like I'm going to talk it through. Yeah. Not like no. where I'm going to try to change him because no. he wasn't going to be changed. Yeah. And like, you know, he's actually, he has changed his life later. Like but that now, doesn't mean but that's she not has her to job. be involved Exactly. With that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like, that's not her job to change him. Yeah. Uh, I think there is a, there is though, there, I think it's, I don't know, this sounds really like hippie-ish and shit, but I think that there is a, there is a place, there is a place in certain people and their experiences and the things that they've done that we should be able to have that person go to or be able to, that person or that group of people can reach out in those situations. I mean, not everyone can be a psychologist right. or a teacher or, you know, a, a doctor or even people who clean up fucking, I'm not very good at cleaning up horse shit or doing dishes, but there's someone out there who is, right. you know? Sure. And like, I think that there are people who are able to do that. And I think this is a time where we could really use that. Yeah, so that that, yeah. that could change. So I totally agree, but I guess mm-hmm. going back to what we said before, just that someone has to be willing yeah. to go through that change. Mm-hmm. And it sounds to me like yeah. the, I think there are certain rock star dudes who are just not invested right. in that. Like they have an because image. Because they get rewarded. Yeah, they get rewarded. And, and they and, just move on to the next chick that they can fucking screw over. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's worth our time to ask that question of like, is this person are they even interested like and if they're not interested then that's I don't think you're gonna the only time that person with my this experience wasn't interested is when I said I would go public with it okay (laughs) well but if that's what it takes (laughs) right I'm gonna high five you that's awesome thank you for doing this you're welcome thank you for asking me this feels good to be heard This episode of Worst Show Ever was made possible by the Patreon pledges of Joanna Fryman, Meg Roberts, Christina Poez, and Evan Rayberg. If you'd like to support this endeavor, please go to patreon.com.